0: I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple Podcast. You're listening to episode 74. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, this afternoon I'm sitting at Lake Clayton. Um, not Lake Clayton, what is it called? Yeah, Lake Sardis in Clayton, yeah. Oklahoma, beautiful downtown. Clayton, Oklahoma, and my prayer partner, Sandy Hay, is with me, and I'm so delighted. She and I have gone on a prayer retreat, each of us renting a cabin um, in close proximity, and I told her, well, if we're going to be hanging out, you're not getting out of here without me interviewing you for the podcast, and so she so graciously is taking time out of her vacation to do this, but I just couldn't let this go by, so welcome to Sandy.
1: Thank you, Carol. Well, it really is my privilege and thank you for the opportunity to speak on behalf of uh those that live with disabilities today. Yeah.
0: You know, as we were praying before uh, we turned on the mic, I thought to myself, we all have disabilities. So there's not them and us. It's I have a disability in math. Don't give me a number, honey. Don't give me a phone number. Don't tell me how much something costs. Five seconds later, I'm like, how much was that again? And they're like, I just told you. So we all have disabilities. Some are more obvious than others, but we all have them.
1: Isn't that true? And so we will probably focus on uh, that which is more obvious yeah. and some hidden disabilities like learning disabilities yes. or um, just there's a number of hidden disabilities, which sometimes is even harder.
0: I know because I'm not limping, and so my yeah. father would always go, what is wrong with you? Why can't you even tell time? But it was a math phobia that I've had since I was a little child. so, just as we prayed, the Lord reminded me of that. So Just so our listeners know who I have the honor of interviewing uh, today, Sandy has worked around the world on nearly every continent as an advocate for the disability community for the last 30 years. She started when she was in preschool, but she's she's been a busy bee. She's worked in Ethiopia and Argentina and Peru and you name it. She's been around the globe and for 13 years of her life, she worked for Uh, The wonderful and amazing Johnny Erickson Tata. And she worked at Johnny and Friends for 13 years as director of the Chicago base and kind of covering the Midwest and also some international work. And presently, Sandy, tell us about your new gig.
1: Mm. Yeah, the Lord raised up a new center at Wheaton College in Illinois. And uh, he did it. He birthed it. It came about as a grassroots Initiative, and uh, it's the newest center at Wheaton College. What's it called? Center for Faith and Disability. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, what we are all about is truly disciple making to and with those that are disabled. And we really want to be able to focus on disability being more biblical, normative, and transformative. Mm. Specifically to schools and congregations and parachurch ministries becoming communities of belonging and mm. flourishing for well, all. Because oh, I love that. We all need that.
0: <laughs> I love that. Well, you have had a huge em- on my life when I was children's director at our church in Wheaton. You were the little angel whispering in my ear to help me bring in the disenfranchised into the inner circle, into the hub. And we started on, under your watch, a buddy system. Talk about what that looks like.
1: Yes. So many times families that live with disabilities, they don't get to go to church. It's just too hard because number one, they may not be welcomed. Believe it or not, I've had many, yeah, many families saying uh, we've been asked to to leave, um, whether uh, verbally or non-verbally, in some demonstration or whatever. uh, My child is too noisy, or you know something. So uh, also, if they are then part of a church. And really tr- want to worship either one spouse needs to stay home with the child with a special need or children and one- ch- one spouse comes or they just don't
0: and that gets old and they stop going
1: it's it's so um yeah, so Lonely. when you say when you say disenfranchised uh we actually need them in our body, but in so many ways they are disenfranchised, mm-hmm. and so what we did, Carol, you and I. Uh, we did uh, start a buddy system at our church and uh, encourage volunteers to come along that special needs child mm-hmm. to be able to uh, befriend and disciple. So it's not just a babysitting role, right? right? It is a disciple it's role a as well. and yeah exactly Mm -hmm. a relationship and a
0: friendship Mm -hmm. and that's what we uh, love to see that the kids would look so forward to being with their you know uh, child that they're gonna buddy with and they would get such a kick out of their child that they were you know there to help but the children had such personalities and once you get to know these kids they're not just a blob sitting in a wheelchair they are people with personalities and whimsy and creativity and naughtiness that is very funny. And um, they're just, they're a ton of fun to be with. I love that you say that because
1: we are all made in the image of God. And when we miss that or we look at somebody who's different than us and we then fear to have a relationship, like we encounter our own internal barriers you know, I believe this is what the Lord wants to break down for his body because First Corinthians twelve talks about is the you know, does the eye need the ear? You know, yes, we need each other. And that's where it also in First Corinthians twelve talks about the seemingly indispensable ones who are due double honor in the body of
0: Christ. Amen. Preach it, sister. Woohoo! so we talked about our sweet friend andy nelson and um off air and i just wanted to maybe talk a little bit about that do you want to share it or do you want no,
1: that, you know that, yeah, me, I'd love we, you to share. Okay, it.
0: so um, when my son was growing up, um, he was best friends with our pastor's son Nathan, and in the Nelson family, they had the blessing of a child with Down syndrome, and his name was Andy. We called him Andy Pandy, and um, Andy was a ton of fun. He was very witty and just he was so much a part of our community and um, many years later when my son was you know an adult he told me about the impact of growing up as one of the kids he was kind of the adopted uh, you know extra child at the Nelson family and how growing up with Andy as his brother in a sense um, and he was his spiritual brother, but he actually became almost like a sibling, you know, to each other. That that shaped JJ's whole perception of kids that have various challenges. And he said, it wasn't like, I, I don't see kids with these challenges as, I don't see the challenge, I just see them as people. Because of my experience with Andy, I see kids struggling in these areas as as just my friends. And that was the power of having a personal relationship with Andy versus just seeing him across a room or something like that. Are you familiar with my literature-based approach to education, but still unsure of what it looks like for your family? For over 30 years, I've helped families custom fit their children's education to their specific needs The beauty of education done this way is that it fits like a tailored suit. If you find yourself making do or wondering how to best help your child, or you simply have questions, I'm available to you. Consider booking an appointment today. You can visit my website, caroljoyside.com forward slash consulting. To learn more, fill out the book now form and my assistant will be in touch to schedule a time that works for you. Don't lose sleep over unanswered questions. Let's work together to make homeschool simple. Now back to the show.
1: Yeah, so good, Carol. That makes me think of uh, these five stages of attitude towards people with disability that I'd like to address just briefly. Yeah, Yeah. Um, because what JJ had just the, the blessing of was friendship Mm. with Andy not everybody has that and most people start with ignorance Mm. we're ignorant of uh, this individual who has either a physical disability intellectual cognitive developmental disability on uh, so many levels Uh, we're ignorant of what they who they are yes and how they live and how their family lives Mm -hmm. And sometimes we even want to stay ignorant. We (sighs) want to turn our eyes from them and, you know, say, we don't want to look at you Mm -hmm. and
0: I'm not called to this. This isn't my thing. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That would be my flesh. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, truly, because, uh, you know, we then would start engaging in their suffering right, and who wants to engage in other people's suffering, but also the joys and blessings. And so then from ignorance, it goes to pity. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we see them, we choose to see them, and we feel sorry for them, Mm -hmm. but we don't yet see them as a person created in the image of God. We see them as something other, Mm -hmm. and there's a pity not in the sense of compassion, but a, oh, I'm so sorry, and I'm glad I'm not that way. I'm glad my children are not that way. There is a there is a negative pity towards them. Yes. yes. But at least we see them.
0: Okay. okay. So that's
1: number two. That's number two. Number, number three, three, then, we journey on to caring. I see them. They're a person. They're made in the image of God. I care for them. And... Uh, I want to be able to give myself to them Mm -hmm. in a caring capacity. There's a lot of needs for families who are affected by disability, Uh, just the whole unit because disability affects the whole family.
0: And the stress on the marriage and on the other children. When I consult with families with special needs children, I very often see the other children really sinking under the weight of all the focus being on. The special child.
1: Oh, that's so true, and so there's uh, a lot that siblings need
0: to journey through,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, and there needs to be their needs need to be met. met. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and who best, other than the body of Christ, Amen? Right, to be aware <laughs> of right. that yeah so so many stresses financial stresses relational stresses medical complexities that really and the
0: time that this child sucks out of the family's rhythms you know the the therapies the appointments some of my families that i consult with who have multiple children with challenges they're just gone from morning till night at appointments and dragging the non-challenged children to all this, and really their whole life is consumed with the care of one or two children, and and that's stressful for everyone. It sure is. And so caring
1: is a huge place to just land because they need care, they need some other people to come into their family unit to support them. Yes. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, Mm -hmm. yeah. But you know, Carol, it doesn't stop just at care. We would think, okay, that's this good. Is good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, and yeah, it is. It is. But the journey goes on to friendship. Mm-hmm. So now we discover. Wait, I'm don't. Own, I'm not only able to give to them; they're able to give to me. Mm, tell me about that. Yeah. Well, isn't it true with the friendship? It. I mean. Uh, there's reciprocation, right? Yeah. There's a give and a take. So often we think those with disabilities don't have anything to give, depending upon their level level of disability, yeah. but everyone does. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a gift and everyone, uh, can be a friend. Mm. I think of Henry Nouwen. Um, he was really a Harvard professor. The Lord told him to go to a L'Arche community. Mm-hmm. That's a residential community with adults with severe disabilities. And he, he really ended his life there. He yeah. wrote a number of books about his experience in this large comu- community because those that were severely disabled who did not have uh who had low intellect nonverbal and non uh um mobility yes.
0: um he learned the most from mm-hmm. this was a harvard professor yeah and he was kind of driven and he had to dial himself way down didn't he to yeah. be in that community yeah So he does. He wrote a book about Adam
1: and Adam being his friend who taught him the most in life. Mm -hmm. And Adam
0: was nonverbal, right? Yeah. Non-mobile.
1: Yeah, had severe disabilities, um, uh, greatly delayed in his cognitive abilities. Um, So friendship truly is um the next stage of this journey Mm -hmm. and yet it doesn't end there it goes on to Mm co-laboring okay so i just mentioned everyone has a gift and so what was adam's gift for Mm -hmm. example you know wow he He was present he was present what a gift presence is a part of belonging and being known Mm -hmm. and uh that he gave henry Nowen, a true gift true. a presence and he was henry's teacher mm. he had a gift of teaching wow yeah yeah and so we really uh as again first corinthians 12 talks about um we the the seemingly less uh and, and indispensable mm-hmm. Our due double honor we think they are dispensable mm-hmm. but uh, that's the enemy's mm-hmm. message yes. really yes.
0: God's messages they are indispensable. They're the most precious of all yeah wow yeah so talk to me about your experience at Johnny and friends when you would do camps because that is just such a beautiful picture of everything you're describing talk about that wow well
1: if anyone's interested to go on johnny and friends website and look up their family retreats i would encourage that it's an amazing short-term missionary experience for those that can serve and volunteer it's an amazing uh, um, family unit for a week for those who uh, live with disabilities and you know that family unit it's it is for families and So, uh, literally, um, the families and volunteers come together for five days uh, in a beautiful setting, it's Christ-centered, disability pretty much disappears. It's it's amazing. It's
0: designed for all these children to be able to function in this setting. Truly, truly.
1: Yeah. And whether it's boating, you know, that you have your free time, boating, wall climbing, <laughs> zip lining, <laughs> um to okay. to get those kids in wheelchairs mm-hmm. up yeah. the zip line yeah, and come right. down, awesome. right? Who are on oxygen <laughs> or you know, yeah. blind, those who are blind driving
0: a boat, you know. <laughs> Ha <laughs> So great, <laughs> so good. And then, as the volunteers come in, like I know different teenagers come and they raise their own support. Yeah, and they serve one specific child while they're there. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct okay. uh, for the most part. And um, serve that family again yeah. as that okay. as they serve that particular child. Yes, or adult. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the adult. Sometimes that's it's right. the parent that has the disability in right. the family. Yes, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm just still true. thinking about children. Yeah. Yeah, no.
0: And um, they build that family relationship, again, that friendship that is so rewarding. It's not just a one-way street, which is what I love. Um, tell us more. Yes.
1: Well, so many over the years that I've experienced, so many uh, STMs, short-term missionaries, are changed for life. Amen. They get the friendship and the co-laboring yeah. in that short term week. Yes. And they're changed for life. So many have uh, really altered their careers and changed their careers because of it. Um, Or they simply uh, are um, pulled when they see somebody coming into their own church Mm -hmm. community. They're Mm -hmm. they're just drawn to that forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Wow. This is so great. So what other aspects of working with the community of disability, do you want our listeners to be aware of, to know, to key into, maybe this is the first time they've ever even thought about this. This is like, well, this isn't my wheelhouse, but yet it's all of our wheelhouse because these, are, this is our family. These are our sisters and our brothers and our adopted spiritual children.
1: It is, Carol, and if I may bring in even another scripture from Luke 14 and the parable of the master inviting guests, specific guests, to the banqueting table, and they all had excuses why they couldn't come to the banqueting table. And so he said to his servant, Go out into the highways and byways and find those who are, get this, specifically poor, lame, blind, and crippled. Mm. Go out and bring them in. Bring them in where? Bring them, it says literally, bring them into my house. Amen. (laughs) And why? So that you will be blessed. So as the Lord, you know, has just the Messiah came, he's opening the doors not only to the Jews, but then to the Gentiles. And then specifically Mm -hmm. with uh, Jews and Gentiles, specifically naming the poor, the lame, the blind, and the cripple bring them into my house so yes carol you're absolutely right it's all our responsibility Mm -hmm. to draw them into the house of god and our privilege and our privilege because you cannot give without your hand being blessed yeah that's right and so uh i I, again uh, you know I, i think of just our work now at wheaton center for faith and disability and looking at Schools, faith based schools, public schools, uh, congregations, parachurch ministries, to be able to uh, strengthen them because they are the communities that families who are impacted by disability will need to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so.
0: And it uh, enlarges all of our world talk about our friend matthew who wanted to serve communion oh yeah so
1: matthew goes to our church and he's a young adult in his 20s and he has some uh physical impairments and some development uh developmental impairments Mm -hmm. and uh as a result of a, a a diving accident he had
0: two severe accidents one after another
1: yeah yeah uh and he truly wanted to serve and specifically serve communion he was however unable to hold any tray or chalice Mm -hmm. um but they did he and his parents went to one of our pastors and our pastor's like, well, yes, we'll make it happen. Where are the barriers, and where do we need to move those barriers, remove those barriers? And So they did it, and um, Matt started serving communion. And uh, his mom recently uh, was telling uh, me in, in a group we were in how often they hear from people who receive the communion from Matt that that is truly a double um,
0: double blessing,
1: double blessing in ways that are natural and spiritual that we can't even, yes. you know,
0: It's them. true. Yeah, there's just an anointing on him. Yeah. yeah, there there is, and so that idea that not only can we serve the least in our community in the world's eyes, they're not the least in God's eyes, but that they can serve us. It's so interesting how you think you're doing a big favor to God. But you're the one who gets the blessing as you reach into this community. And you what matters to you suddenly changes. It's like a complete seismic shift in our thinking by spending time with people in, in the community of disability that it rearranges all of our priorities, what we value, what we think is important. It's the best wake-up call we could ever have as neighbors.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So true. I mean, it takes me back to what you already said, is that we all have disabilities, because we live in this sinful world, right? And so we're all limited. Mm -hmm. And yet we strive to be perfect and to perform and to be accepted by our performance. And here, those with disabilities teach us, it's not Mm. about performance, you know, or perfection. And we can let our guard down. I'll tell you, at those family uh, retreats mm-hmm. w- uh, with Johnny and friends, there I became far more free and inhibited because less inhibited. of less inhibited yeah. because of what I was surrounded by.
0: Wow! Oh, it's like an alternate universe. That it's just like if the kingdom of heaven is like unto. I love it. Well, let me put a couple plugs in. So Johnny and Friends is spelled J-O-N-I, Johnny and Friends. And if you are interested in volunteering or supporting that ministry, I know that they really could use your help. But the Center for... Faith and Disability at Wheaton College is really a nonprofit center that's going to be, uh, it's brand new, but it's going to be funded through private funding. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So we need to rally the troops and um, bring resources so that Thomas Boehm, the founder, and yourself um, can take this nationwide and internationally. Correct. Uh, because you are... Uniquely equipped, both of you, you because of all your years in this kingdom, and Thomas, tell us a little bit about why he's so well equipped.
1: Hmm. Well, Thomas is, and his wife Lisa, have five children, and uh, there are uh, just a few who have some varying disabilities. Mm -hmm. And so Thomas was, he said, God put a hook in his jaw to pull him. Into the this community, community, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he has his uh, PhD in um, special education. He began the special education endorsement program in the education department
0: at Wheaton College, Mm -hmm. and so he's a professor at Wheaton. He is in addition to having a huge heart for the community of disabilities and so the two of you have been brought together and Lisa his wife um, all of which you've you've built this friendship that is a powerhouse in this area of ministry
1: yeah uh, God clearly brought us together and uh, so those of you who are listening Mm -hmm. and would like to support this new grassroots Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. effort Just know that you would be supporting uh, a um, local and national and international eventually uh, efforts to truly help those with disabilities belong and flourish Mm -hmm. and be discipled. Amen.
0: So we will put all this, these connections in the show notes so that you can contact the Center for Faith and Disability, also Johnny and Friends, and we'll put some other little goodies that Sandy will send our way. So thank you, Miss Sandy, for joining us. Thank you. And thank you for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, caroljoyside.com to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings.